This is the Covered Podcast. Today is April 5th, 2022, and this is Covered. If you haven't heard it yet, we'll say it here first. Hello, friends. It's that time of the year. Masters is back. We got hockey going. Of course, we had that basketball tournament thing going on. Yeah. I guess that was cool. Yeah. Um, that yeah. So little basketball tournament going on. Um, not not that important. We we'll touch on it, but uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Other than um, making the history books, one team did make the history. Two teams, I guess, technically made the history books. So that was cool. Um, we do have a special guest on the show today former d1 golfer um from the university of northern florida um sorry university of north florida and nhl handicapper uh creator of we win you win sports on facebook chad patrick he'll be joining us here shortly um but drew final four what a tournament what a tournament man who cares Well, well For the rest of us, it was a great tournament. I mean, you talk about every round. Every round was was excellent, except for the Elite Eight. The Elite Eight was Final Four sucked. If you are a low-life Duke fan and Coach K, you know, disciple, I guess, whatever. You know, good riddance, see you later. The witch is dead. Maybe. He's out maybe i would not be surprised (laughs) i saw jay williams jay will uh there was a report today um jay will said he would not be surprised if coach k is back (laughs) and i was like all right cool i a hundred percent agree he's got that much of an ego kind of like uh didn't um wasn't a rod didn't jeter do that didn't he do a goodbye tour jeter went on a goodbye tour and he left he didn't come back who came back? There was there was some baseball player that did their goodbye tour and then was like, ah, never mind. I'm ah, back. I got you. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I don't know. It, that was – it was a really good game. What, there were 17, 18 lead changes alone, and, like, just when somebody would go up yeah. five, you're like, oh, they're going to run away, whether it was Duke or North Carolina. The other team would come storming back. Like, it, we don't even have to talk about the Kansas-Villanova game, really because yeah. that game was just, like kansas dominated they yeah. that game was like holy shit kansas is legit the nova the the boys were playing nova had their dudes out and they had kind of they had gone as far as they were gonna go but like just what a back and forth i mean great basketball game coming from somebody who didn't have an emotional investment in it but as somebody who did now that you've had some time to process it, how are we feeling? It hurt. It hurt. Mark, I mean, like I have hate, love-hate relationships with a lot of players, like NBA, college, and like Will Barton for the Nuggets, right? Typically, hate side just because he has no conscience, which is a good thing sometimes when he's hot, but when he's cold, he's just throwing it up. Maybe it goes in, maybe it doesn't. And one guy for Duke that I was like, I, I love. I said it before the game. I was like, I could never hate him. Was Mark Williams. And he misses two free throws down one to tie it. 
And then say what you will about the Caleb Love dagger. I mean, it was an awesome shot, but like it just hurt so much that I was like, before the game, love this guy. He's like probably one of the best free throw shooters, and he's a big man on the team. And yep. it was like, I was like, okay, Mark's going line, like probably get this tied. Um, the way the shot clock was too, Duke would have got the last shot and misses both. And uh, it's just like, oh, it hurt. It hurt so much. Well, and what hurts more? Is it that you lost in that manner or is it that you lost in the final four or was it that you lost to UNC? Uh, all of it combined, probably. Yeah, <laughs> all of it combined was, yeah, probably the, the oh worst. Oh, God, it's so funny. It, it Just painful. Painful. Insanely painful. Like, I, I can only imagine. Just, yep. I can only Sucks. imagine. Sucks. Sucks. But... And, you know, yeah, there's not really a good way to spin it. Like, no. the, not only did they beat you, but you had the opportunity to make it a game like that. That's what was cool about the championship is that like, I guess it's a similar situation actually, now that I think about it, where Kansas had the opportunity to put them away and Mm. they blew it when he, when he stepped on the line at the very end with four seconds left. Like, yeah. KU minus four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that that was real. The, The one time I don't buy a point. The one time I was like, fuck it. Kansas is going to blow them out of the water. Kansas by a billion. Yet we were saying in the group chat on chalkboard, shout out. Shout out chalkboard. Yeah. Shout out chalkboard. Might Check out the link in our bio. Yeah, it'll be all right. Um, <laughs> the uh, like we, we were like, oh, they're going to win by, you know, 10 to 14. Or, you yeah. know, I, I had one in there for like eight to 10 or something along those lines at like plus 2000. And, you know, it, it, that's that's just the difference is you know, Kansas could have blown it. Duke wasn't an opportunity to have a chance to have the final shot, but instead of having that opportunity, you miss not one, but two free throws. Like, Oh my God, that against your arch nemesis with your coach on the way out. Ah, man, that's hurts. Yeah. Just leaves as the all-time winningest coach, all-time winningest tournament coach so it does suck but at least there's those accolades you know yeah well people won't forget this one nope they won't (laughs) they won't they also won't forget carolina blew a 16 point lead at halftime against kansas jayhawks in the championship game though shout out kansas i would forget that nope before oh you wouldn't i would just be like oh yeah unc beat coach k in the final four Oh. on his last time and then Kansas won the championship that's just you know yeah but they came back from 16 down which is which is the largest deficit in the history of college basketball now, so if Kansas had covered I would have remembered that but since Kansas didn't cover yeah, well, who gives a shit anymore yeah so that's that's just the rest of America the Duke contingent you guys will be fine I'm sure you're going to be back there sorry, within you. the next they, five I years. saw odds today and Duke is the odds on favor to win yep. and i was like no like they were before the championship game i, I was pulling oh, up odds they were out the <laughs> yeah, they were out oh yeah they were out i think they were out the day after the final four and yeah duke was was the odds on favor i think kansas was up there gonzaga was probably three or something along those they lines do, coach k did leave a good recruiting class like uh, 
I'm sure he had something to do with that. I don't think it was all John Shire, but um, yeah. he he did get another good recruiting class. I think it's number one. So yeah, boys well, are gonna be ready. And you know, again, hats off to UNC, which I know you hate that. Oh, and uh, shout out to everybody saying uh, the ACC was a weak conference because obviously was not. Miami made it deep. UNC, deep. Duke, deep. So shout out to all you guys saying. Oh, I I forgot one more. You guys got beat by eight seed too. Like, man. Not an eight seed. Not an eight seed. They 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 well, were that number next to them was yeah. the number eight. It was not infinity. They beat Baylor, which is for how they long people will remember this game. Anyways, right. UNC had no had a team. it's over. It's in the past. Well, we're talking about the championship, which UNC was in. You know where just, they blew the biggest lead in history. Well, also in the past, the we should just we should just look forward to the Masters and Opening Day hockey well, playoffs because little tournament. The championship. This, these student athletes. You know, they got to get back to school. Uh, yeah, th- I'm sure they were in class this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they were. But, like, I don't know how UNC ended up going on that run in the first half because Manic got fucking concussed. Like, yeah. it wasn't one time. It was, like, three Twice. different times <laughs> where he freaking had the serious whiplash. I was like, that dude is for sure in concussion protocol. And he was still firing away at yeah. what he made three or four threes in the first half. And then I think he kind how of can, silent. how can somebody so ugly be that good? Is what I don't I think know. you have an option to do anything else with life. Like if you if you look like that, you have to be good at something like something. basketball. Look at Larry Bird, not an attractive dude no. by any means, no. like, holy shit, ugly. And <laughs> <laughs> same type of deal. He had to be good at basketball. Right. Yeah. That's right. So, that's one of those deals. If you're tall and that ugly, it's got to be basketball or maybe yeah. handball or some other tall sport. Yeah. Volleyball. Yes. Yeah. Something I like can't. that. Maybe tennis, tennis. You can be maybe. ugly and be a tennis guy, but the, I, I, w- I was really impressed with, with UNC's team all around. Like it was an all around really good team. And I think if, if old cousin hadn't gotten concussed, <laughs> I think at the end, like they don't blow that 16 point lead or whatever it was. Who cares? I already forgot what it was. What was it? 12 points? Was it no, it was 16. It was the largest lead in uh, NCAA oh, championship history it. that they blew. Yeah. Mm. So I don't that think was, that one that made sucked. the headlines. So yeah, it did. It did. Oh, where freaking Durham? No, ESPN. <laughs> ever heard of it? No, whatever. That's that's the offshore ESPN accounts you've been following <laughs> uh, with the yeah. offshore betting accounts. Oh no, everything's legal. <laughs> shout out, shout uh, shout shout out. Uh, nope, no free nope, ads. Nope, no free ads. No free ads. Av just scored that's, over six. We won a bet for once. That's right. That's right. Oh, that was good. The, the Hawks and Raptors coming down to it. This is this is good day after hindsight. But um, no, I mean championship was good it was the only solace i had after that duke game um so thank you thank you kansas for coming back because i became the biggest kansas jayhawk fan during that run in the second half when they came back just i was like maybe they'll get it to 10 to that winning margin but they they didn't they didn't cover but i was saying it too i was like (laughs) here we go now we're gonna get going but damn unc would not go away and yeah Oh, it's got to be so frustrating. 
Huh. Being in the same uh-huh. state. Well, how far away are they? 10 miles? I don't know. I don't know. I hate basketball. I don't even like – they, they, they let the kids play the basketball, go to class, whatever, you know, do what you, do what you got to do. I, go, I barely go even get keep your up. Degree. Yeah. Go get your degree, yeah. kids. Yeah. Barely even no. keep up with, with, the, with the guys playing basketball. Well, that's good because my guys lost in the first round of Michigan, so it was good. Yeah, I mean my my guys too because oh you get is. two teams is that how this works I get two yeah oh got it okay yeah well I'm a true fan and I only pick one oh, so okay okay <laughs> well if if it would have came down to it and they would have played each other I still would have picked Duke you're right so yeah but a hundred percent if if I was in your shoes I would have picked Duke too but for you you lost the first game of the tournament and then you lost pretty much the last game of the tournament. Just like Coach Guy, he lost his first game, or no? He lost his first to UNC and then his yeah, last to UNC. That's, yeah, that's what I was Oof, going with. Man, the the thirty for thirty on this one's going to be insane. It will be. It will have be. they done a Have they done a Duke UNC thirty for thirty yet? No, they've done the I hate Leitner one, but okay. that's about it. And then they need to do one. It, it's it's coming it has to be or it's not even going to be a 30 for 30 on that it's just going to be all on coach k and okay. then it'll have a little touch of like oh yeah he lost his first game and then at the very end it'll just be a quick and unc beat him in the final four and he rode off in the sunset until he didn't and he came back and coach again and, and tarnish his legacy even more sick. yeah yeah no way awesome. you can see his little stool on the sideline yeah it was awesome <laughs> freaking <laughs> stool uh, what you is know it? what Maybe million dollar would... baby. I thought it was gonna be some million dollar baby action going on with the mm-hmm. uh, with the stool over there. I was like, somebody's running in that stool, getting concussed, and <laughs> never gonna be allowed again. Maybe so, maybe so, but it didn't. Coach K is fine. Um, maybe Mickey. Yeah, Mickey's gonna tell him to come back. How about that? Be hype. Hey, whatever. She was. Uh, I I was impressed with how Mickey's wife, right? Yeah, I was don't impressed with how. Don't disrespect me. I don't know. I'm just making sure she, she's no, uh, she's no uh, Miss Terry, you know. But Mickey's, uh, she she was active with the fans. That was cool. Like, it, it was cool seeing her in the spotlight. Like, I feel like you don't get to see that too often with coaches' wives. Yeah. So shout out Mickey. Shout out Mickey. Yeah, that has to be it. like the next. How many months do you have to put up with Coach K? bitching and moaning about this like yeah it's over but you know things around the household are not good like what do you do to army get guy. over that if you're coach he's k fine. army guy he, he's moving on one. past it i don't know what, what do you do oh i'm gonna go hang out in my sweet house and yeah ozarks and try to get over it. how much fishing does it take to get over a loss like that i don't know a lot of fishing a he lot doesn't of fucking golf, fishing. So i don't know what he's what he's gonna do hang out with the I fam know. i guess Oof. which sorry mickey i guess yeah <laughs> there you go. yeah i hope you got hobbies you go. hopefully mickey golfs yeah i guess <laughs> hopefully she does but talking about golf we're gonna get to the masters our guest chad coming on and we're going to get you some winners as well as NHL winners. It's all good, but here's Chad. And coming on the show now is former Division I golfer from the University of Northern Florida. Also, uh, the creator of We Win, You Win Sports and NHL handicapper, golf handicapper, Chad Patrick. How are we? 
Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. <clears throat> it's an absolute pleasure. Um, I'd like to say to all my people out there. Hello, motherfuckers. <laughs> I hope we can pick up some following for you guys. Hopefully blow this shit out of the water and let's get it cranking, baby. We're here to make money. Let's make everybody some money. Let's That's right. Yeah, let's make the money. Um, big week for it. Um, obviously, we got NHL coming or through the week, which is big for you. And then we will end it with the Masters. But I've, I've been following along uh, on NHL bets. And you're hot right now. It's what, 14 and two, looking like a good night right now? Stupid, stupid. I mean, I mean, if I told myself how good I'm doing, I'd slap my own self, Will Smith style, <laughs> you know what I mean? But <clears throat> here's the deal. Uh, about three weeks ago, I put together a little model and I've been tinkering with it. Um, in the last two weeks, yeah, I'm 14 and two. I got six plays going right now. Let me check on those real quick. We're projected so far, the ones that dropped puck, four and one. So it looks like we're uh, set up yep. for another big winning Not day. Not bad. Um, if I go back real quick, and if you guys are not on the action uh, app, I highly recommend it for any sports bettors out there to track your bets. If I go to NHL real quick, last 30 days, I am at a 65% win rate, a little good. over 11% return on investment. And that's before I started making the tweaks. And Donovan, you know very well, we kind of talked a little bit uh, yeah. beforehand. I started factoring in some of the home way and rest advantages and things like that. And that's really, really, I've seen a very big uptick in my um, accuracy because of that. So, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I've been following along um, with, with kind of the rest advantages as, as well as this kind of hot period. So it, it's been working for me as well. Um, kind of following along, but coming up, who are some teams you like? I know we got some games coming up here, but what, what are we looking for coming up this week? So let's do this. Let, let's start with tomorrow's games, yep. uh, which would be the 6th of April, because I'm not sure when y'all listening, but those that are listening on the 5th or maybe the morning of the 6th, these are the picks you want to be on for the six. Okay. I got the jets, Winnipeg jets money line. Uh, I don't hate if you feel a little risky, a puck line play, but the, the money line should, should be solid. Low there. Frisky. Low frisky there. St. Louis <laughs> blues. All right. St. Louis blues money line. And then probably my favorite team outside of the Detroit Red Wings um, to watch is the Calgary flames. Uh, Calgary flames is probably the most entertaining, energetic, fast paced, smooth, team out there uh, and we'll get the futures picks in a minute and i'll go over them again but <clears throat> flames money line um again same thing if you're feeling a little frisky puck line play is available um it should be in that range of about a one and a half goal so it's kind of on the fringe um as yeah. far as a winner so yeah and and kind of going off those i mean value wise um how, how do you feel about kind of that conversation because i know some folks are like uh minus I won't go above minus 150, um, even if it is a money line. But I think me and Drew are on the same page here. It's like, hey, if we're making money, great. Or adjusting units, you know. That's right. So what I'll do is um, if I get, you know, 250, 320, because sometimes mm -hmm. they just don't uh, – I, I, I go by – I'm a very data-driven guy. Um, yes. I watch a lot of hockey, but, again, your eyes are going to lie to you and, and frankly, just – Knowing stats and knowing the right stats, that's, that's the one key for all my hardcore sports bettors out there that are diving deep into stats. It's one thing to look at stats. You got to be looking at the right stats that make a difference. Um, what I will say with uh, hockey, though, and we, Donovan, we kind of went over this before. Yeah. I put it on a grading scale. So like over-unders, uh, the highest grade is a plus three. That means over. 
minus three would be a, an under. Um, anything within minus one or plus one, I don't touch. Plus two, minus two are more common. That's when we're betting. The only game I've had since I've created this new model that has been a plus three or minus three was the Florida Panthers, Jersey Devils on, oh, was that Sunday? They scored 13 goals, folks, okay? The <laughs> number yeah. was seven. They hit it by the second period. I finished my cocktail. I tipped the waitress, and we were going to cash some tickets, baby, making that money. Absolutely. No, that and that is that is what it's all about. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all great plays coming up here. Uh, Drew, are you more data or kind of eyes and the eye test? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of – both for me i really like to look at goalies too to see who's hot who's not who's who's been struggling and i you know it's as you get into this final month of the season too and i'm sure chad that factors into to your data as well like it's starting to get to the point of no return for a lot of these teams where they got to pull out all the stops or, or they're not making the playoffs right so that's been something that's definitely given me some trouble recently is some some of these teams and some of these factors like all right they're on a road game back to back you know and they've got their second or third goalie plan all right well they're also like right on the fringe you know of making the playoffs or this is for that that home advantage versus gonna gonna be away in these playoff series so I, I like to look a little bit of everything when it comes to that, but goalies are something that I definitely am paying attention to. Like, all right, who's playing? Is this dude, was this dude just working down the street at the Wendy's last night? Or was he somebody who's, who's been, um, you know, a, a wall in the net. So I, I do a little bit of everything. And to your point, I will say that you can look at team overall save percentage because then to your point, right. If, if a backup goalie is coming in here late, What's the overall team save percentage? That, that's an important statistic to, to, to focus in, I think. Uh, to your same point, how about the teams that have already clinched? Um, or, 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 you know, oh, we have about three weeks left in the season. There's going to be teams that are going to have nothing to play for in that last week. You may see, or at least I, from my own personal betting, maybe moving off of some lines that I normally would take. Let's say a team like the Florida Panthers, for instance, right? Awesome team. And we'll get to them in the futures as well, but there's a team that maybe the last week or two of the season I might be avoiding other than maybe some overs or something, because I don't know what the motivation is going to be there, but yeah, definitely uh, to hit your nail on the head there. Um, the cusp teams, the teams that are fighting to get in, definitely. Um, you might even want to put a little bit more weight into those folks. Going to bring some more juice. Yeah, it, no, that that's a great point. And one thing too, that I notice is with those goalies, like there's a couple of those goalies that it's so hard for me to, to bet against them. You know, you've got Bobrovsky, Vasilevsky, uh, Shesterkin, Shesterkin for uh, the Rangers. Those dudes where they're, you know, you're looking at how many goals they allow per game, what their save percentage is, and it's just a stupid percentage. And, you know, it's, it's right around 2.1, less than 2.1 goals per game. I mean, those percentages are just ridiculous. And if they're on that night, man, there's no goals getting past those dudes unless it's some fluke crazy play. So that, that's something I look at too. Is if it's one of those top three, four dudes in the league, man, it's it's very difficult to, you know, like you talk about overs. That those are those are tough guys to to play overs for, you know. So here here's the data guy in me, right? 
<clears throat> so there is actually a way to look up expected goals versus actual goals. And you can actually rank teams based upon whether they're lucky or unlucky. And actually that's one of the, one of the key statistics I use in predicting over and unders is, and it's all based. There's a lot of factors. I'm not going to bore everybody here, but good shot attempts, open shot attempts, rebounds, things of that all get factored in. And then there's an expected goal for that team. And then there's the actual goals they're scoring. And some teams you'll find are on the unlucky side and some are on the lucky side and that can, you know, your point exactly on, on the goaltenders there. Yeah. yeah. Well, who was it the other night? Uh, it was a game in Chicago, I believe where they were getting ready to go to overtime and the dude shoots the puck, a stick goes flying. The puck bounces off the back wall, hits the, the loose stick and goes in the goal. <laughs> Talk about an unlucky goal. And that was, that was, Leading unlucky for some parlays, huh, Drew? That was unlucky for some parlays <laughs> for me. I Shit. hate unders for that reason. I hate unders yep. for that reason. I, I I do bet them, but I try to avoid them. Like if I'm even somewhat close on an under, I just pass on it. Uh, there was a sick goal two nights ago where it was just a rebound and it happened to hit off a guy's knee, flipped up over, went over the goalie's back and in. Like the, the stick three. never touched the block. <laughs> it was complete luck, but yeah. ship it. It gave me the over. I'll take it. Let's run Bang. with it. Yeah, Love always it. take those. And so, obviously, we, we got those plays um, for the sixth. How about for the seventh? We got anything there or nothing yet? Did not look that far ahead. And that's okay. I literally, I literally use daily data, and I right. update it, and it does make a difference. So, I didn't want to yeah. get too far out because no, and I got a reputation. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and that's totally okay. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a, a – a, a way a lot of us do it right with drew goalies making sure they're starting in the net um for more of the basketball side like tonight right the lakers are kind of to your guys's point lakers are playing for um a playing spot which nobody thought they should be and they're not going to make it and their best player lebron decides i'm going to take the second night off so yeah don't blame you for not having uh picks for two days away um but definitely thankful for the picks ready to go tomorrow um, but kind of moving forward into the weekend anyway, that's going to be master's time, um, starting on Thursday. What, what do you got for us for the master's here? <laughs> all of it. We want how much time do you folks have? Okay. I'm going to keep this real surface level for a lot of, uh, maybe the new betters, people yep. that aren't big time golfers. And then I'm also going to have a little bit of die deep for my, my real true diehards as well. So I'm gonna try to touch on both, uh, both type of people here. So here's what I do. And I listened to G money did a great job last week. Shout out to G money. Um, I work from out in, meaning I start eliminating people and then work down to a core. And then I start dissecting the core. So just right off the top, if you're an amateur, I don't care because if you ever make it to the weekend, your lunch is going to be on your shirt because you'll be puking over each other. So <laughs> fade all the amateurs. Let's get those out of the way. Fade all the amateurs, okay? Past, most past champions, I won't name all of them, but most past champions aren't worth a damn, um, i.e. Sandy Lyle, okay? Most of you probably don't even know who the fuck he is, but don't put a cent on him because it's you're literally just burning it, okay? So a lot of past champions you'll see in the field – Speaking of which, Tiger Woods might be playing. Shh, Tiger Woods. We'll get to I, him later. That's one of my questions for you. <laughs> we'll get to him later. Justin. We can't do this without talking about Mr. Eldrick Woods. Um, so most past champions, amateurs, let's get him out of there. Also, this is a very tough course to walk. I don't think people on TV understand that, but the undulation between the hills and up and down, guys with knees and back problems, I want to avoid. So we're talking Paul Casey, Bryson DeChambeau, answer Webb Simpson 
uh, Hideki, right? I'm avoiding all of those guys. They got injury problems. This is a hunch. I don't have any stats to back this up, but I think Hideki will not make the weekend. That's a little insight for later. Just, just, yeah. just keep the whole defending. And going back down. to back is. He's got some, he's got some back problems. So yeah. just, just hang on to that long course. We're a little bit over 7,500 yards. It has been wet in Augusta, Georgia, which means it is going to be soft and the ball's not going to roll. I need somebody that can pipe it down there outside of a few small ball hitters like Zach Johnson in the past. You got to be able to put the ball out there at least 300 yards or longer and consistent, especially if it's going to be wet, preferably a guy that can work the ball right to left. I think G money even touched on that last week as well. Right. Also, key, par fours. Nobody wants to talk about this. Par fours are a motherfucker at Augusta, okay? Nine of the 10 par fours are over 440. Three of them sons of bitches are over 490. Now, let me put this in perspective for my average golfer. Most par fives you're playing are about 490, okay? These guys are expected to get there in two shots. Yep. So, okay, bring it back. And again, I'm going to get long-winded here. Feel free to jump in at any time. No, no, we're here for it. <laughs> Now, one thing about G Money that I will mention that I disagree with him strongly on, I don't care how good of a putter you are on a tour statistic level. I care more about your experience on the course because these greens are unlike no other. So give me a guy that's won before like Sergio, who's not a good putter on tour, but can win there because he knows the green. So I'm looking for guys with experience. In the last five years, there's only been 13 golfers with multiple top uh, top 10 finishes. Those are Rom, DJ, Spieth, Rose, Rory, Cam Smith, Patrick Reed, Finau, Webb Simpson, Brooke, Brooks Kepka, Leishman, uh, Xander, and Corey Connors, okay? So those are guys we're going to start keying in on. Yep. Now, in the last five years, there's five notable golfers who have never cracked the top 20. These are guys I'm fading. Lowry, Kisner, Homa, Neiman, Woodland, Horschel. Horschel is the only one I would flirt with because he's 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 playing well. He's playing well, and he's and he's played there a, a few times, so he he's got the experience. Now here are the key stats I'm going to key in to really narrow down the group, guys. We're looking at top ten in strokes gained in Augusta in the last nine years. We're looking at guys like Brooks, Rom, uh, DJ, JT, Finau, Oosthuizen, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, Hideki and Reed. There's 12 players who have never been cut in their last four to five attempts, and it fluctuates based on the guys. Some guys haven't had that many. Okay. Of those 12 players, three of them have always finished in the top 30. Okay. Rom, JT, Uzhazen. Okay. <clears throat> Driving distance, par five scoring, three putt avoidance, course history strokes gained and par four uh, scoring from previous years is what I'm really going to narrow it down. So not to rattle off every name because most people don't really give a shit. The last 10 years. Okay. The winner every time has had three to four of these categories as a check mark has been the winner. So I'm picking somebody who's got at least three of these categories. Okay. Driving distance, the three putt avoidance, the course history, par five strokes gained. And the way I did the course history was a little bit of a culmination of a couple of different things. Basically, long story short, I broke it down and I got seven golfers statistically that I thought could actually win this tournament. Okay. They're Terrell Hatton. Everybody take notes. 
Carol Atten, <laughs> Rory, Oosthuizen, Cam Smith, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, and Scotty Scheffler. Okay, so let's dive a little bit deeper into those. Terrell Hatton was T18, tied for 18th last year, okay? This will be his sixth appearance, sixth appearance at the Ma uh, Masters. Averaged uh, a little over 300 yards off the tee, 4.25 world golf ranking. In the 2021 Masters, he was three over in total over the course of four rounds on the par fours. That might not sound good, guys, but I'm telling you, as we go through the list, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the best, okay? Next up, we got Rory. Uh, experience, not a problem, be 14th, about 320 off the tee. He's falling back on the world golf rankings. He's slipping, and actually, he's not playing that well. I'm, I'm probably going to fade him. We'll get to that in a second. He was seven over and was cut in 2021. I think a lot of people forget that. He actually missed the cut last year. It was weird with COVID. We had 20, 2020 and 2021 tournaments were very tightly bunched fall and spring, yep. uh, but he did miss the cut. I think he'll make the cut this go around, but I'm not looking for him to win. Maybe a top 30 there, but frankly, the betting odds aren't good enough for you to even right. make the wager. So let's move down to Hazen. He was T26 uh, last go. He was four over on the par fours. This will be his 14th appearance, uh, right around 300 yards off the tee, 4.37 world golf ranking. This dude's consistent. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win, but he is damn consistent. It seems like Louis is always sneaky in majors. Like it's it's moving day or it's the final day, and Louis somehow cracked his way in there. And it's like, where did he come from? And he's he's all it, just for whatever reason, it's just consistent play. And it seems he's always at the top in these big tournaments. Which I yeah definitely don't hate this play at all. Um, at least Any top. Major. Top 10, top 20. Yeah, any major, oh, he yeah. comes ready. Louis in any major is good. Uh, champion golf of the year. Yeah. Louis. <laughs> um, and, and then this is going to be the golf for me, too. And this is not a statistic or a, most amateurs probably want to look at this. I look at how solid the guy's swing is and is going to hold up under pressure. And I'm telling you, Terrell Hatton and Louis Oosthuizen have some of the most tight, yeah. compact, repetitive swings. They don't have any hitches, get-ups, or anything in their swing. It's pretty much straight back, straight through. Those kind of swings hold up to, on, under pressure. Something to yeah. be noted yeah. for those that want to dive deep. Uh, moving on to Cam Smith, T10 last year. This will be a six. He's made the cut every single time at the Masters. Seven over on the par fours, just under 300, coming in at 297 off the tee, 6.68. The dude's hot, and I'm telling you again, this is not something um, that you can put into a stat, but I watched him at Sawgrass. And on Sunday, he had a look in his eye like he would steal your child, laugh at you, <laughs> flip his mullet back, and be on his way. By the way, how cool would this be to have an Australian with a mullet and a green jacket? Come on. Yeah, that'd it's be a good look. It, great look. <laughs> if he had like a little natty light, pop it open, you know, Miller Some light, Fosters. champagne. <laughs> little, oh, Foster's even better. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, John Rahm, T5, sixth appearance, uh, same, same thing as Cam Smith, uh, never missed a cut, 315 off the tee, 8.06 world golf ranking, three over. So him and Hatton uh, did very well. John Rahm is playing very well. Go look back at the match play. I know he didn't win the match play, um, but do play really well. Played really, really well. Um, JT. This will be his seventh appearance. Same thing. Made the cut every time. T21 was six over on par fours, 311 off the tee, 
5.65 world golf ranking. Um, here's a guy that if he's in the lead, I don't worry about it. He's been there. He's calm as a cucumber. It really comes down. Can he put the ball in the hole? Does the flat stick work? That's the money maker. That is going to be the make or break, in my opinion, for JT. Justin Thomas, by the way. I'm using a lot of abbreviations. Nope. Justin Thomas, if you don't know. <laughs> uh, moving on, last one I got here is Scotty Scheffler. This will be his third appearance. I'm going to be honest with you. That does make me a little nervous. Guys just don't do well here in their first couple appearances. It's almost like you got to take a couple licks. The course yep. has got to smack you around a little bit. But uh, 309 off the tee, 8.72 world golf ranking, 8 over. Um, that's the other thing that kind of worries me a little bit about him. He was uh, he struggled on the par fours last go at this um, tied for 18th. I don't know if I said that already. Questions well, so far, guys. Then we're going to start diving into where we're actually putting money at. Yeah, no, that's all great information. Um, kind of just off, not off topic, but off that list kind of of people we may want to look at. I know we said we kind of start out, come in, eliminate guys. Can we get some thoughts on? Jordan Spieth, obviously the meltdown, um, play a little mental game. Hate do we Spieth. have, <laughs> do we have any, okay, perfect. No, that works. Um, hate him. Not I me, mean, not personally. Great guy. I'd want to have a beer with him, whatever. Hate him. Hate He's him been working for those that fall golf. He's working on this left low swing. If you ever see him take a practice swing before he hits the ball, it's almost as over the top. Like he tries to hit his left foot through the fall through. Hmm. Um, he's going through some swing changes. He don't own that swing. And any golfer out there, if you go get a lesson or you're trying to swing, you know, change something in your swing, it takes time to own it. It takes yeah. time to where you feel good and good enough under the brightest lights. This might be the most viewed yeah. golf tournament, period. You know, doesn't matter any other major. This is probably the most viewed golf tournament. Right. Lights don't get brighter than Augusta, folks. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sure there's another golfer we'll talk about later, but go ahead and dive in um on who we think we're going to be putting money on well my money is already there it doesn't well, matter if you want to follow me or not that's the question all right that's right so here's the one thing and, and i'm up about i was trying to look it up and i couldn't find it i'm up about eight and a half units just in this year and i've actually lost the last two weeks so the last two weeks are weird with the match play and then yeah. in san antonio it was a random mix of guys um right. a lot of big names are out so I don't, I rarely bet to win it outright because a guy can play great and finish second and then you still lost money. So give me like top tens and things like that. You're yep. going to be more consistent at winning. So I did flex a little bit top five because actually if I'm going to pick a guy to win, this is the guy I'm going with Cam Smith, top five. He's plus 300 on FanDuel. All these odds are going to be per FanDuel. Um, and as of last night, they could have changed as the time you're hearing this, but this is as of me placing these bets last night. Cam Smith, top five, plus 300. Top 10, John Rahm, plus 120. That's the other thing. I never bet minus in golf. It's too, there's too many variables. Get those plus numbers. Yeah. Uh, Oosthuizen, top 20, plus 160. Hatton, top 20, plus 190. I think both those guys could maybe even be top 10. So depending on your stomach, um, you can even get a little more aggressive in either one of those. Here's a name we didn't really mention, but he did show up on my list on some of those stats. I didn't rattle off every single guy. Luke List, top 30, uh, plus 185. He's new, so the history kind of works against him. The Duke can hit the ball. The Duke can strike the ball. Kind of like JT, if he gets the, but, you know, gets the putts going and, and balls dropping, you, you never know. And then this one might surprise somebody. 
Um, but Harold Varner, the third top 40 plus 125. Okay. Harold is really good at playing well Thursday, Friday, and then blowing up on the weekend. So I really would not be surprised. Um, and this is not a wager I met, but I'm sure he's a long shot to be the first round leader. Possible. He's got, he's got Ricky Fowler syndrome. Yeah, yeah, poor Ricky too. He's kind of fallen from grace as well. Um, but yeah, I, I would see him going out there shooting like 68, 70, and then going like 75, 73. Like it just he, he whatever it is, he hasn't got over that hill yet to 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 get the win. And there's something to be said. Getting a win under your belt um takes a lot of pressure off guys. Right. Feedback, guys. What do you got? Like it, love it, hate it. Love it. Love all the info. Okay. Uh Drew, I know Drew's a big Will Zalatoris guy. Um, how, Hard how to we argue feel? with that hair, you know? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the mullet, the Zalatoris hair. I, I just think he's he's a dude that I feel like is just, and the stats might not back it up, but he he's got the it factor. Like once he starts getting that experience, which which he has, and he's starting to be in that spotlight, like he could be a dude. I feel like that that really starts to to catch his wind you know you have you have the dudes like spieth he he got all of his spotlight when he was so young right how old was he when he won it i mean he 22, was 21 i mean he was just, he was just he was just out of school yeah right so you get a dude like Zalatoris who he's had some spotlight like I, I don't know he's he's just i got a good feeling about him and maybe it's not this masters maybe it's never at the masters for him what do you think about him um i love him i just don't love him this year and actually, I think he ends up playing. I he win a master, or um, let me take that back. He'll win a major. Let me let me let me back up. He'll win a major. Will he win the Masters? I don't know. Um, Sergio went a long time, right? That was kind of his right. thing. He finally got there, so maybe it's a later in his career type thing. I see him like going overseas to the British Open or something like that, where he's kind of away from everything. His head's free. And, and, and maybe doing something like that or like a PGA win. Um, but I definitely sure. see him winning the major, a major, uh, probably in the next year and a half to two years for sure. Yeah, he's got that if factor for sure. I Peter. will tell you, if he can get Adam Sandler to carry his back, I'll put any amount of money. On <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. For those That's that right. don't know Happy Gilmore reference, go look it up. That's Absolutely. right. Yeah, yeah. you get Adam Sandler on the back, I'll put a grand on him to win right now. Let's Hell go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Well, for the win. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> keep rattling it off. We are loving the info, um, getting it out right. to the people. So my two favorite, if you if you can, if you haven't keyed in on it, Cam Smith and Rom yep. are, are probably my those are my two dogs. And there is a prop bet currently on FanDuel that Rom Smith finish one two in any order. So like a, a playoff would be great. Plus eight thousand guys. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking you to make a big investment like ten bucks. That's it. Nothing crazy. Right. Five sprinkle. Just a sprinkle. Two bucks, something. It's one of those things like, yeah, probably not going to happen. But if I think that's the most likely one to finish, if you're just going to pick two guys, in my opinion. Here's, I think, the fun one is who's going to miss the cut? Um, I normally don't bet this in normal tournaments, but I think in big spots like this, it's kind of fun. I tend to bet more on majors than uh, on weekly stuff. Right. Um, but here, and you're going to see a thing because most of all these guys are injured. So I'm banking that maybe they might even withdraw and I could get that. That's almost a little kickback. But Bryson, DeChambeau, Webb Simpson, Paul Casey, Abraham Answer, Max Homa, that, that's just a gut feeling. 
I have nothing, no stats, nothing. That was just a complete gut feeling. And okay. uh, Hideki, Hideki, I think um, I, he's has to be there because right, he's the defending champ, so he's got to be there for the dinner and all that stuff. Right. Wouldn't surprise me if he bails after the first round, especially if he shoots like seventy-eight. Would not surprise me. Yeah, a little WD action. If you want a long shot, hell yeah, plus ninety-five hundred. Terrell Hatton. Now we're win. talking. Guys, ten dollars wins you nine hundred. That's about a thousand dollar win for a ten dollar bet. And most yeah. of you are in a spot where you'll never even know that ten dollars was gone. Right. But you'll know if that 950 is in that account. Yeah. Um, and it's another, here's another thing. I know FanDuel here in Arizona does it, and I'm sure other sports bat, uh, MGM I know does it, where you can cash these things out. If this cat could have a lead in by the, you know, Saturday or something like that, I'm not too proud to say it. Give me 250, 300 bucks on a $10 and cash that thing out. Hell yeah. 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 Some, some of these future bets, That's folks, um, yeah. in, in any sport for that fact, is don't be afraid to cash them out. Uh, Houston is a prime example. I bet Houston back in February or January, we're talking college basketball, I bet right. them to win it all for like 10 bucks to win like a bajillion. And um, after they beat Arizona, I cast that son of a bitch out. So, yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, oh, no, 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 cash it out. Or just hedge your bet. I'm, I'm like, hey, we've made money and we've made good money. Maybe we cash it out. Maybe put a smaller bet in. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. If if you're up, take it. And if you're not familiar with the mechanical parlay, I preach this all March Madness. It's simply taking one team and continually to bet their money line and just piling on. So if you bet ten bucks on whatever team and their minus whatever two hundred, you then take the fifteen and you bet fifteen the next time and you take whatever the thirty five and bet that. And then once you get deep, you can say, hey, maybe I take a little skin back. Then I'm free rolling. Yeah. But then you get control, you control the bet. You're not, you're not, uh, you're not stuck in there. So um, yeah. that, that's a, not, not golf related, but um, NHL, you know, NHL, if you, you know, do get it right in the start, yeah. you know, maybe say, I, I like this team to win the series. You better win the series. You better win the next series. You actually will make more money than just betting the futures. You'll get better odds betting them. Um, like that in a mechanical parlay than you will in um, just a straight future. Just bet. A straight future. Mm-hmm. No, that is, that is definitely good info. Um, kind of talking about NHL there, um, but back to the masters, we got to, we got to talk about it. Tiger Woods. What are our <sighs> thoughts there? I know he's the most bet golfer right now, respectfully, um, but <laughs> what, what are our thoughts? Cause it's going to be so hard. We are looking at Michael Jordan playing for the wizards. Okay. Yep. Um, but at the same time, he is not teeing off if he doesn't think he can win. Yeah. So let me, in, in his mind, he thinks he can win this tournament or damn near play very well. Cause he will not go out there and make an embarrassment of some, he, he's no shot in hell. He is going out there to win this tournament. Now, will he, in my opinion, no. When's the last time he's played a competitive golf tournament? I don't think since the car accident, right? I mean, if I'm mistaken, right? The car accident way back a year and a half ago. So um, there's going to be some rust. I mean, Bryson a couple weeks ago, remember, he came back. There's definitely some rust. I mean, that's just natural. You're not – some of the fine-tuned little things. Now, you want to talk about a guy that knows that course? 
there ain't, there's nobody else walking those fairways this weekend that knows that course inside and out as good as he does. Maybe as good, but not better. Not, not better. Well, and like you said before, what is hard to know right now is his health, right? Like, is he going to be able to handle four days, let alone two days of walking that course up and down? You know, you, you talk about just the, just the wet conditions, like, that wet grass that's hard shit to walk in man like that for as much walking as they're going to be doing like we don't know how that's going to affect him right i agree i honestly if i if you if you put it to me and said hey you got to tell me how he's going to do i think he makes the cut because i don't think he's going out there if his game wasn't that at least to that level but to your point he could fade on the weekend his body just breaks down on him whatever the case might be um so if you want to bet on tiger to make the cut go for it if you're betting him um, to win, let me give you my Venmo. You can just send me the money now. I'll, I'll send you the trouble. <laughs> that's that's, that's what we've said before um, on an episode before. If you're going to bet Ricky Fowler, I said it, Ricky Fowler, the Mets, go ahead. Just send us the money because it's not going to happen. <laughs> that's right. I got a question for you, Chad. Tiger related. Those first two days, the obviously the crowds, if Tiger plays, are going to be absolutely insane who benefits from having Tiger's crowd take up a majority of the, the people at the Masters? Is there going to be some golfer who maybe wouldn't normally handle the Masters pressure that is going to be like, all these guys are going over to watch Tiger. Now I can just let loose because now they don't have as much pressure. Do you see any of that happening? So coming from the mental side of games, uh, there's a couple different ways to look at this. You're going to look at the guys, and I don't have the pairing sheets in front of me. I do apologize, but whoever's paired with Tiger, uh, that's going to be important. If they're if it's a veteran or veteran individuals, and again, I probably should pull up the pairing sheets real quick here, but um, I would be fine. You know, let's say I'm just going to throw out, uh, let's say Louis, just whatever. I'm not sure if he's, but let's say Louis. My, I would not. They would not phase Louis in one. Nothing. Right now, if it is, you know, some young guy making his second or third. Okay. Here's a guy one last week, JJ spawn, put a guy like JJ spawn with tiger woods and he's going to fall apart. He's never been, he's never played golf in front of that many people. Yeah. Right. Um, totally. But so it just depends. Are you looking it up right now, Donovan? I'm uh, slow. No, you're fine. It looks like it is Louie um, as well oh. as uh, Joaquin Neiman um, rounding um, out the group. I just don't like Neiman at all this weekend. Um, so take that for what it's worth, but I'm not sure that Neiman will be that affected. Now here's a really weird thing that nobody's going to look at. Who's the group ting off right behind them. Mm, yeah. Do you have it in front um, of you? Um, let's see here. Cause here, here why he looks for him at the talk. So the crowds are going to fall tiger like crazy. So when tiger's done with hole two, guess what? Hole two is going to be not many people left on it. And so it's almost like a reprieve, like everybody's gone. I can just relax. If there's some young guys or some inexperienced guys in the group right behind Tiger, maybe a sneaky play. And that's just off the top of the dome, guys. I, I had not even thought about that coming into this conversation. Yeah, to- total off off the top of my mind question, because I, you know how he is. He, he is the it factor at these events oh. it's tigers playing and under these circumstances like this is his first tournament back like holy shit we got to go watch tiger like that's what i'm doing if i paid money to get into the masters yeah. right i'm watching tiger no matter what's happening so yeah it, it was just an interesting thought yeah yeah no i i t- tigers 
you know, they'll have the argument between him and Jack and everything else. And uh, being a guy born and raised in Ohio, um, but Tiger Woods is a better golfer. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods. And, and maybe this is a little bit age biased because I was not old enough to really watch Jack or understand maybe the magnitude Jack had. But I was definitely old enough to understand Tiger Woods. And I'm telling yeah. you, Tiger Woods changed the face of golf. And I'm telling you, for, from my experience through junior golf, high school golf, and on to college golf, he changed the game. Whether it's the, the, the attention, um, but just look at the, this is what nobody talks about. Look at the equipment, the advancement of equipment, because everybody was trying to get Tiger Woods, right? Nike got him. So we'll do whatever we can to get you on the bag, whatever it might be. Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, when it comes to sponsorship, marketability, and just going anywhere in the world and people knowing who those are, Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods can go anywhere in this world and everybody's going to know who they are. I mean, those guys are like, hmm. Way above everybody else. Elite, elite. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I realize they're probably not watching me as I'm raising my hand. <laughs> it's okay. No, it is okay. But yeah, change the game um, for sure. But we do appreciate you coming on today, talking a little hockey with us, and then the, probably the biggest golf event of the year in the yeah, Masters. Sure. And yeah, just thank you for coming on. But uh, guys, yeah. absolute pleasure. Love the both of you. I'll be more than happy to come back on for any other majors later on in the year. Uh, shout out if you're not already a member of we win you win on facebook real simple we win you win we run contests we're running a golf majors contest we run uh, baseball contests everything fun affordable 20 25 range uh just basically friendly uh but you can win some money but check us out we appreciate the love obviously if this is your first time uh, tuning into this podcast please hit that follow subscribe button and give them a five-star review these guys are out of the world Boys, I appreciate your time, and I'm sure we'll do it again soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Hell Chad. Yeah. And once again, we cannot thank Chad Patrick coming on the show. Um, awesome conversation. Awesome, awesome dude. Electric, yeah. I mean, talk about just a dude walking around with so much information in his head. Like but I was a big data guy. No, you nope. – you ain't got shit on Chad. Chad, <laughs> Chad's got it going on. Apparently, we need to we need to up the ante around here because Chad, he's getting after it. He is getting after it. But yeah, came at us, got them NHL plays, uh, got the Masters plays. Um, also, join do join the We Win You Win Facebook group uh, because he's posting winners in there and fourteen to two, fourteen and two. Um, this little this run he's going on is no joke i'm in the group i've seen it it's it's very nice yeah it's he, he's electric what was he 14 and 2 the yeah. past 16 like and he was he was going on a tear tonight as well we were yeah. sitting here tuesday night recording it so yeah that. so join the group um but yeah once again can't thank him enough for coming on on our socials anyway we got the masters giveaway going um shout out to back nine golf um winner of that giveaway will win a polo and a hat of choice um and then we got caddy splash uh it's a premium golf brush um the boys over there they saw that during covid all the all the golf ball 
washers were being taken off carts. And so they said, you know what, we're going to start our own business. And it's sweet. Um, it's basically a water bottle um, with the brush attached to it. And you just carry it around with your bag and that's your cleaner. So just clean give them it, off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sweet if you're walking. Make you them know. clubs look nice. And so got the boys um, from Caddy Splash giving away um, one of their premium cleaners. And then to round it off on Saturday and Sunday of the Masters, we are, or On Point is giving away um, some pretty cool stuff. We got ball markers, we got a sick visor and a towel. Um, one of the towels, where's it back there? Oh, okay. Good visual, but um, I was going to post this to the social media, but can't figure it out. You can see it back there. It says yeah, it looks good. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a good towel. And so they are giving those away, but all you got to be doing is following us on the social, follow those three companies, and then tag one other person and you're entered. Um, no contest, not having to guess the winning score or anything. Um, and then get in there and we'll we'll send it out to the winners. Get us on chalkboard too for five extra entries. Oh, I yeah. mean, what are we doing? We we got to see your picks. You got to see our picks on there. You can we can talk some shop. Um, you know, while you're wearing your your back nine golf gear That's after right. you just got done on the putting green with your on point and you were cleaning your clubs yeah. with the caddy splash. Maybe you there win you all three. Who knows? Yeah, maybe you win all three. Um, yeah, but do join us on chalkboard. Uh, it's gonna be five extra entries for you. And I will say if you are live betting, even the masters or live betting anything, I think that's the best spot because like, obviously you can check on Twitter, uh, but in chalkboard it's immediately. So definitely join us on chalkboard. Love it. Until then though, Panthers, baby Panthers. We got you covered. (laughs) Can I get one? Can I get one more growl? (laughs) There we go. (laughs) 